everybody. How are you doing? Michael here. Thank you for tuning in to listen to me talk today. I know that it's been about a month since my last episode. Um, and I, I, the podcast is still happening. And I want you to know that and be confident in that. And so I thought that I would get on here and talk to you a little bit and give you some updates on uh, things that might be upcoming, um, me personally, what's going on. And then I thought I would make some picks for you, just things that I'm enjoying right now, things that I'm gleaning from. And so uh, if that's what you're down for, if you like this podcast because I'm on it, um, then you'll probably like this episode. Uh, I, it will not be an hour-long conversation with myself. I promise you that. But hopefully, it will be something that's really beneficial. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe not beneficial, but maybe entertaining. You know, what more can you ask? You can, Don't get your hopes up that high. It might be entertaining for you. And so um, thank you for everyone who has reached out over the last month about um, the episode that uh, I did with my friend Cedric. Um, Cedric was an awesome guest to have on the podcast. I'm really, really, really thankful um, for him uh, as a friend, but also that he came on the podcast. Um, It just got rave reviews. Um, It is our by far, by far, our highest listened to podcast. So, Thank you, Cedric, if you're listening. I really, really appreciate coming on. We will have to get you back on here again, um, talking shop, as um, we are still in a super tumultuous time, which kind of brings me to um, why there have been no new episodes over the last month or so, and there wasn't a ton of episodes uh, right before Cedric either. Um, you know, I created this thing because it was something that I wanted to do in my spare time as something that would be light and fun for me. Uh, things talking about TV shows and movies that I like because I like TV shows and I like movies and I like sports and all these other things. And to be honest, I haven't felt super light over the last couple months. Uh, just with... Um, You know, we had a tornado in Nashville that just really wrecked so many different um, people in our our community in so many different ways. And we went right from that um, into a coronavirus pandemic that, let's be honest, is way worse uh, now than we had hoped for even three weeks, four weeks, one month into um, our time of social distancing. This uh, pandemic has been really hard on so many people, people that have gotten it. uh, It's very serious. Um, I do not wish that upon anybody. Um, And even if you haven't gotten it, it's still been a real bummer on plans, whether it is a wedding or graduation or school. Um, There's just so many things um, that this pandemic has affected. Um, and it's just been really, really hard for so many people. And so from March, April, May, we're talking about that. And all of a sudden in June, um, I feel like our collective consciousness as a society woke up to um, the realities 
of systemic racism in our society. Now, a lot of us were already aware of that, but it really was just on display in your face. And I feel like right now, we, I feel like things are starting to go back to quote-unquote normal. Um, and I don't know that that's a good thing because I really think there's progress to be made. And I don't want that um, to go away. Um, and so we're not done talking about that things. those things. I don't want you to think that my conversation with Cedric uh, was a one-off. Um, yes, this podcast is something that I have created to be light and fun and enjoyable. Um, but at the same time, why have this platform if we're not talking about those things? And so um, once again, I just want to say thank you to Cedric. And I hope to um, be able to uh, have more of those conversations on a, a podcast so that people can listen in and feel like they're part of of the conversation. I know that um, a podcast is able to get into things um, that uh, like TV shows um, are not because you, you know it, it goes on forever. You, a podcast can be as long as you want. You can say whatever you want. And so um, I'm hopeful that we are going to be uh, talking more about that soon, um, which leads me to things that are on the horizon. For starters, um, I just wanted to give a personal update. Um, you know, I have been um, in ministry uh, for over three years now um, in church ministry, and it's awesome, and I love it, and uh, there's so many great things about it. Um, and at the same time, I have always felt as if it, you know, it wasn't always what I expected. And um, so I'm, I'm really excited to tell you um, that I am going back to graduate school um, to get a degree in public administration. So this seems like, may, this might seem to you like this radical change, uh, career path change, and I want to assure you that um, this is something that my heart has always been leaning towards. Um, this idea of social justice, which is one of the reasons I want to get this degree, um, so that I can um, help write public policy and help inform policymakers um, and push that towards justice. There's so many great nonprofits and advocacy groups who are doing such good work, and that's something that. I want to be a part of. And, you know, growing up in church, um, it just didn't seem like a Christian um, would be involved in any sort of public policy or public government forum. Um, and, you know, I don't know why that is. You know, I, I would always hear, well, you know, George W. Bush, he's he's a Christian. And I was like, that's all really good. But like, you know, does he go to church? Like, how does that work? How is he involved in that? And then, you know, I went to Lipscomb University, which was founded by this guy named David Lipscomb, and he was this pacifist guy. He um, had wanted, he had no involvement in politics. He wanted no involvement in politics. His belief, uh, his conviction was that Christians should not vote uh, or hold public office. So this man um, never voted, would never agree to fight in any sort of war 
or anything. Now, I totally, totally understand where he's coming from, and I totally adopted those things um, as my values. But at the same time, I also have felt this ongoing calling um, for social change, and it's, I feel like it's a calling that I have from God, and I want to be a part of policy changes. So, you know, um, I don't want to, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to talk more about this, um, in a, in a while, but you know, it's just been something that's been on my heart. Um, and I believe that I have, um, a calling to, uh, be a part of changes in our society. And, um, that's something that I care about and it's something that, um, I want to study so that I can be in a position to make those changes. Um, there's so many people out there that are doing good work, and I want to enter into these public places um, and help people um, secure their rights who don't have that ability. Now, that can be look like a million different things, um, whether that's in a nonprofit setup um, or um, working in... Uh, for a, a politician uh, helping them uh, draft changes um, to the laws that we live in uh, because um, it's so, so good to feed the poor people. And I think that Christians are generally really, really good about feeding uh, the hungry and clothing uh, people who, who need that. But I don't know that we always do the right thing when it comes to trying to push our society towards a place where there's less hungry people to feed and there's less naked people to clothe. I don't know that we always do a great job with that part. And so that's something that I want to be a part of. Um, yes, it's great that we feed the poor, but how do we work towards a world where there's less poor people? And and that's something that I, I really feel this calling to be a part of. So uh, personally, that's an update for me. Now, I am not leaving church ministry right now. Um, that is something that I continue to want to do. It, it brings me joy. Um, I get to work with my girlfriend, and she is amazing. Uh, just another personal update. Madeline is just this amazing, wonderful person that I get blessed by every day. And so um, I'm so happy uh, with her, and I, you know, I I definitely want to continue in my church ministry for now, um, and see where that goes. Um, but at the same time, I have this calling to learn and grow so that I can um, take part in a societal change. And so that's kind of what I want to do. And so that is a personal update for me. I don't want to get, uh, super vulnerable and naked in front of every, the whole world on the internet. Um, but that is a personal update for me. Um, a podcast, what's on the horizon. So, um, like I said, I created this to be light and airy and, I want us to have light and airy content about things that I enjoy. And hopefully, we are so, so close, but hopefully, in less than two weeks, 
The NBA season is going to be restarting in Orlando, and I am excited. Um, I'm so excited, man. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm like checking out the footage. I saw footage like on Twitter today of the courts that they're going to be playing on. Dude, it is amazing. Um, you know, I was so worried. like they're just going to be playing in this empty gym. It looks so cool. And the way that they're able to, um, they're going to use this platform uh, to promote things like Black Lives Matter. I think that is so, so cool. Like it says Black Lives Matter on the court, um, which is just an issue that's so near and dear to so many of uh, those athletes' hearts. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm going to be cheering for my Grizzlies, um, hoping that they are able to make the playoffs. Um, and, you know, you never know because it is a weird season. Anything could happen. Um, if I had to choose, I'll take the Lakers to win the whole thing, um, which is about as stock as you can get right now. Um, but that is the answer I'm giving for now. Teams to look out for real quick. Um, I'm just going to say uh, the Blazers are really, really intriguing. Um, it's not super likely that they make it, but if Nurkic is playing and Zach Collins is playing and they've got Lillard, McCollum, Mello, Nurkic, and Zach Collins and Rodney Hood and all these different... I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm scared about that. Um, we don't know what's going on with Zion. He has left the bubble um, but obviously we want to watch Sion, but you know, good vibes out to that guy. Um, hope that, uh, everything is going to be okay and we'll get to see you play some basketball. Um, but yeah, man, the NBA bubble is going to be so fun. Just the different things that are happening. Um, if you haven't, if, if you've never watched NBA desktop, which is a, a web show that the ringer does, Man, look it up on YouTube, NBA Desktop. They did this hilarious. Um, they did this hilarious video, and it was like a musical, and it was set like a Disney fairy tale. And they used these different Disney songs. They parodied these different songs. It was super awesome. Um, and so we'll do stuff. We'll talk about basketball. Um, I'm looking forward to another interview um, with a dear friend who's been on the pod before. I don't want to spoil it in case it doesn't happen, but we're, we're going to get him back on and, and hopefully have just a great conversation. I don't know that we'll talk about anything in particular, but I think that just me and him talking um, is just entertaining. Maybe it's not to you, but let's be real, man. This is for me. This is free for you. It is just for me, and so I think we'll have um, a good time with that. Um, and I've, I've had some extremely preliminary conversations with some other people, um, in hopes to get them on. So, um, with the podcast, that's what you can kind of expect for us to be talking about, um, as we're moving forward. Um, and, uh, so here's one thing, a segment, you can call it a segment of, um, we'll call this Michael's Picks. Okay, so I don't have cool theme music or anything, but we'll call this Michael's Pick. So this is just stuff that I've watched or listened to or read, um, and I want, I just think it's beneficial, and I, 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 you know, I'll, I'll describe it, and if it sounds like something you're interested in, please go check it out. So, number one, Michael's Picks on TV, on Netflix, okay, it's a show called Unsolved Mysteries. 
Now, if you have Netflix, you've probably seen it because it's been in the top ten. You know, they they really push certain shows. Man, most of the true crime stuff on Netflix doesn't live up to the hype. I'll just put it out there. I mean, I had a hard true crime phase. And, you know, even on Sunday night, I was talking to a friend, and she was telling me that she was, she asked about Adnan Syed, and I'm like, my goodness, like, I had completely forgotten about Serial and Undisclosed, those are podcasts, Um, definitely check out Serial Season 1, excellent, maybe the best season of podcasting in history, Um, such an interesting, intriguing story um, about uh, the the justice system that we live in, um, and, you know, maybe they they got it wrong. I think so. I mean, I think Adnan is an innocent guy. Um, but, yeah. So, Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, there's six episodes out, and I think they're coming out with six more because, as I understand, there's going to be 12. Um, and I think they've probably already filmed them all. So, I'm hopeful that there's going to be another six episodes um, that come out. But, man... Episode one, a must watch. Okay, a must watch. It's about this guy, and I don't want to spoil it or give it away. It's in Baltimore, and it is literally unsolved. Like, they don't even have like a, yeah, we think it was this guy. Like, you have to watch episode one. And episode four, for all of you um, alien skeptics out there, you got to go check this out, man. This is interesting stuff. You know, I'm I'm not a big alien guy. I never have been. Um but I think right now I'm at a place and I think it was always a faith thing. Like I was like, man, if if somebody from outer space came to our planet, that would really wreck my face faith cuz like Adam and Eve and all this stuff. And now I think if someone did, I'd be like, "Yep, I'm down with it." Um so uh if you know whether you are a skeptic or not, if you are a skeptic about extraterrestrials, I really think episode four of Unsolved Mysteries might change your mind. So um, go and check that out, man. It's super interesting. And let me just say, this is not like the like episodes that you would watch on like ID. Okay, this stuff is well made. Um, it's really interesting. They don't have to come with an episode to show every day. So it's really, really well done. And they're really, really unique stories that I had not heard of before. So that is my pick for TV. Go check out Unsolved Mysteries. Okay, I'm going to take a drink really quick because uh, my throat is getting super dry. Okay, man, it's it's harder to do this podcasting thing. Then you think solo podcast, man, I watch Colin Cowherd and people like that, that, that are pretty much solo every day and they talk for three hours straight. That's amazing, man. That is a skill that I do not have, but maybe I'll make it 30. So, um, here's a podcast that I've been listening to. Um, and, and to be real, um, the reason that I know about it and I listen to it is because I have, um, because it's done by one of my friends. So um, there is a podcast called Jubilee Freedom and Shalom. It's streaming on Apple and Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and it's done by um, a good friend of mine. His name is Nathan Hale. 
Um, he is a youth minister in town. That's how I got to know him here in Nashville. And I must say that there's not a person um, that I've I've really gotten to know in the last two years that's had a more more of an impact on the way that I think and see the world and, and what I want to do with my life than this guy. Um, he is, uh, not only a good friend, he is probably the most creative and thoughtful person that I know. And so, um, he does a podcast, uh, with, uh, this guy named Daniel Reed, who's another youth minister. Um, and funny story, his wife, Emily and I were in college together. Um, and that's the end of the story. So it's not that funny, but, um, so I have a tie to him as well. Um, they are doing really awesome stuff. If you're a Christian um, and uh, you're really interested in thinking outside the box, coming up with creative solutions and taking care of our planet and um, releasing people from slavery, you know, spiritual, emotional, uh, financial slavery, um, I really, really, really would recommend this podcast. It's Jubilee Freedom and Shalom. Um, So, um, you know, I think the reason that it sticks out to me is because I really think in our churches and in Christianity, especially American Christianity, we have a lack of creativity. We have this uh, lack of creativity that causes us to more poke holes in people's ideas and think about how this isn't going to work. Um, and, and I suffer from this as well, but, um, these are guys who are trying to, um, come up with these really cool ideas to move our church in really neat directions that are going to bring us back to the early church. Like we're talking about really important things like redistribution of wealth. Uh, we're talking about taking care of God's creation and all sorts of stuff. Um, Nate turned me on to this book called Building a Better World in Your Backyard Instead of Being Angry at Bad Guys. Once again, that's Building a Better World in Your Backyard Instead of Being Angry at Bad Guys. And it's just this really, really unique and neat book. Um, uh, And it's basically um, all this stuff that you might think is kooky and weird, um, but it's ways to... Um, be a better steward with your money, take care of the planet, and you know work for towards like a a better, more free life. Um, and yeah, like if you listen to this podcast, you might think that um, it's weird and kooky and unrealistic. Um, but I would challenge you to actually listen to it and accept it as creative and hopeful and it might get your mind turning on what you can do in your space what you can do in your church um and you know it might convince you that um the church you're a part of um might need a push um and if you push too much and they're like seriously we're not doing that then it might it might push you into doing your own thing and that is super cool too so once again that podcast is called Jubilee Freedom and Shalom hosted by Nathan Hale and Daniel Reed and I honestly uh, I really I recommend it incredibly highly um, but, you know obviously listen to this podcast but that they're doing some really cool stuff they're talking about incredibly cool stuff 
Um, and I don't want to give away because they're going to talk about it better than I would, I would summarize what they're talking about. Um, but that is a podcast I'm listening to that I highly recommend. Um, and finally, I'm going to recommend a book to you. Um, for all my Christian friends out there, um, I want to, re- and maybe, you know, maybe you're not a Christian. You wouldn't identify that way. Maybe, um, you grew up in church and it just seemed like it was all about status, um, or the Republican party or whatever. And, um, I think that I'm about to recommend a book to you that might help you, um, see God in a new way, see, uh, the biblical narrative, the story in the Bible, a new way. And that book is called The God Who Sees. It's written by Karen Gonzalez. Okay, so she works for this um, organization called World Relief. She is one of the lead policy people in this organization. And what that organization does is they provide um, legal counsel and other things um, for immigrants into our country. And so she is an immigrant from Guatemala. Like her parents and her brought her over um, when she was very young. And, you know, she tells these really neat stories um, that are, it's like a memoir style mixed in with um, sacraments from the Catholic Church um, and, and really interesting stuff. And man, like I cannot tell you enough that it is really, really important stuff that she's talking about. Um, so I'm like three, four chapters in right now, um, and it's just blowing my mind. Like I don't keep notes when I'm reading a book. Generally, like I'm lucky if I highlight anything, um, but this has just been super good, and I wanted to write everything down as much as I can. So basically, she's talking about different people in the biblical narrative who were immigrants and how God has created ways for immigrants in God's society. So um, let's talk like her first chapter is about the story of Ruth. Okay. So, you know, when, when people talk about the story of Ruth in your church, they might talk about how Boaz is this amazing kinsman redeemer who is doing you know, above and beyond, and he's just taking care of Ruth and her mother-in-law, Naomi, and here's the thing, Boaz does the right thing, but he's only following God's laws. God has set this nation up to be welcoming and caring for the foreigner. This nation of Israel that God has created has been created to be as this place that is welcoming for the foreigner. For instance, Ruth and Naomi come and Ruth is able to glean what's left of the harvest in the field. Why? Because they intentionally, by law, leave things there for people who don't own property, uh, for widows to go out and glean grain in the fields after what's left. So they could harvest all 100% of it, but they leave 10% of it out there purposefully for people to come and get. And, you know, this this author, uh, she makes this point that Ruth very, very likely would have been denied access into the United States. Um, so she has no direct relative or sponsor. Um, so 
Naomi probably would have been because she's more directly related to someone in Israel. But Ruth is not. And her mother-in-law, Naomi, would not have counted because she's not blood-related. She's this unskilled and uneducated agricultural worker. So it's very unlikely she's going to be able to even get a temporary work visa into our country. And so, you know, it's very, very, it's just very funny to me, honestly, not, not actually funny, but how, um, so many Christians in our country participate in politics in a way that is exclusive to people that do not look like them, do not talk like them, do not have the socio economic status that they have and I understand that our country is not Israel but it's the same people that act like the U.S. is God's country who try to keep people out of our country who God would gladly welcome and I think that that is one of the most infuriating things to me And also a reason so many people are walking away from our churches. Because when the people in our churches look more like Republicans than Christians, how are we to reconcile that with this God that we read about in the Bible who cares for the foreigner and the poor This Jesus that came and said, I care for the sick. I'm here for these sick people, not the healthy. And I think that people get so disillusioned with American Christianity because it looks more like a worship of our flag and the people in power than it looks like a love of neighbor and care for the disenfranchised. And so, you know, I don't want to like offer an invitation on this podcast, but I want to say, as a Christian, please don't write Jesus off because of Facebook. You know, I I saw this like absurd, actually absurd Facebook post today, and it was set. It was this person who they were like talking to their grandchildren. It was set in the future. And their grandchildren always had to wear masks. How horrible would that be? Oh my goodness. And all this stuff and the grandchild isn't allowed to worship. Like they got to some dystopian society where you weren't able to worship God, which I think is a ridiculous. Let me be as clear as I possibly can be. As clear as I can possibly be. Wearing a mask is not the beginning of someone taking your religious freedom away. That's ridiculous. Wearing a mask shows that you care about the people around you. So let's just say for a second 
that you believe masks don't help anyone and that it's all hoax. Here's the deal. Just put a mask on anyways, man. Because even if you don't believe that masks are helping you, do you not care enough about the person next to you to make them feel safe? You're going to be okay. I promise you. We're going to get through this one way or another, but we got to come together on this one. This is not this is not a partisan thing. So, yeah. I don't have I mean I really didn't want to talk about masks, but come on, man. Put a mask on. It's not. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. Anyways, thank you for tuning into the Michael Like Stuff podcast. I just rambled for 30-something minutes, maybe 40. I don't really know. I'm not keeping track. And you listened. You made it this far. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm probably going to turn this off and start singing Hamilton because I watched it on Disney Plus a couple weeks ago and then I listened to the soundtrack some and whoo, just get stuck in your head. So um, thank you for tuning in to the Michael Like Stuff podcast. Um, be on the lookout for more stuff coming soon from Michael Stuff po- Michael Like Stuff podcast. Um, my Michael's picks one last time TV check out unsolved mysteries on Netflix podcast recommendation check out the Jubilee freedom and Shalom podcast on Spotify Apple podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and the book I'm reading right now is the God who sees and it's been super helpful to me and maybe it will be to you too all right um, that said I hope that um, you all are staying safe Um, I would love to hear from you if you're out there, if you're listening. um, You can check in with us on Twitter. um, Reply. uh, Send me a direct message. I'd love to see that. Um, But other than that, I hope that you're doing well. Um, I know this is a hard time. And, you know, some days I end up super, super bummed because I'm in this FOMO situation where... I'm about as big of a restaurant going out person as you can meet. I would never turn down someone in regular life if they wanted to go out to eat um, or to a bar or whatever. Um, But uh, I will say that um, it's hard right now. And uh, I know people who have been affected by the virus. It's not something that you want. Um, Let's take care of people in our society who are vulnerable to it. Um, by just being smart and um, all that said um, it's hard right now and and offer yourself a little bit of grace because um, it's hard right now and um, you know this is not normal and it's okay to realize you were a butthead um, make it right and move on don't no need to, to beat yourself up over it alright Um, So take care. I love everybody. And I will talk to you very, very soon. I'm looking forward to it. All right. See you.